Live from the betting capital of the world. Vegas, baby, Vegas! It's Wager Talk with Teddy Covers and Ralph Michaels. It's Monday here in Sin City, and welcome to Wager Talk. This is your Sports Central for gamblers. My name is Ted Sabransky. They call me Teddy Covers at Teddy underscore Covers on Twitter. Joined by my co-host and good friend Ralph Michaels at Cal Sports LV on Twitter. And welcome to all of you watching on the Sports Grid TV network. Welcome Zumo viewers. Welcome Stir viewers. Welcome Pluto TV channel 517 viewers. Welcome iHeartRadio listeners. Welcome to all of you listening on our podcast outlets. Let's get into it, Ralph, because we have a loaded show for today. We're going to start bad beats, bad bets, bad for the books. Talk about what happened over the weekend. We're going to focus on football today. It's a football kind of a day. <laughs> so uh, we'll keep our focus in that regard. But we're also going to break down bowl games, extended segment, breaking down bowls. And we'll have Arthur DeCesar from the Link Sportsbook joining us later in the show. He will help us break down all the action when it comes to bowls over the next few days. I know many of you are interested in that sort of thing. So let's get right into it, Ralph. Enough with the yip yap. Let's talk bad beats, bad bets, bad for the books. And I don't think this weekend was a real good weekend for sports books around Las Vegas. It started on Saturday. Whoa, Nelly had to put a little Keith Jackson in there. The favorites go 4-0 in bowl action on Saturday. Now 14-8 against the spread. The chalk so far this bowl season. And when all the favorites cash and they cash together and you can group them together, that tends to result in a fair few parlay payouts. All the chalk covers on Saturday. There were some thrillers, but by and large, with the exception of Clemson, Ohio State, it wasn't a thrilling day. Well, that's what that's what I'm most interested in hearing about Arthur from Teddy is, you know, Bulldogs had been almost a 60% play the last five years. So I want to know if Saturday, with the two championship games, they really were inundated with favorite money. So, you know, if that happens in the NFL, we know the books are going to take a hit. But, you know, with the two championship games and it being Michigan State and North Carolina, two mediocre teams that were the favorites, uh, I'm interested to hear what Arthur has to say coming up in a few segments. No question. That, you know, the Ohio State Clemson game, a wild game that really came down to the final play or the final possession. Um, that was a heck of a game. The Buckeyes made too many mistakes, including the one that killed them. A receiver tried to make a move on his own in the end zone. That was the wrong decision. I really thought Ohio State was going to come down and win that game on that last drive. Ralph, what about you? I had the defeatist attitude, you know, being an Ohio State fan, I would, I didn't have anyone in the game. Um, you know, I, I, I was surprised they were able to overcome all those mistakes. I thought, you know, I'm going to be, say it like anyone else. I thought they got cheated on some of those, those calls. Um, but, you know, I looked at it and I, I didn't, I didn't think they were going to get it done against Clemson. So uh, I was hoping they would. But a lot of times, you know, Teddy, when we're in this business long enough, we sometimes don't think they will, but hopefully root that they do. <laughs> You're still a fan. I, I gave up on that years ago. I could care less if Michigan gets crushed by Alabama or if they beat them outright. Uh, but you're an Ohio guy. There's still some love for the Buckeyes for Ralph Michaels. So all the favorites cover on Saturday. And then what happens yesterday? Whew. 
I mean, a lot of line moves and big line moves for Week 17 in the NFL, and a lot of them came through. And the top two book nightmares yesterday were the Tennessee Titans running Houston out of the building, 35-14 final, and that game closed as high as minus seven with juice on Tennessee, all Titans money in that game. And then it was all Chiefs money against uh, the Chargers, and KC finds a way to get a 10-point victory in a game where they trailed for extended stretches. Bottom line, betters gouged the books yesterday on a couple of these favorites. They did. You know, it, it was one of those Week 17 games where um, the teams that needed to win won. And it was also, uh, which we're going to talk about here in a few minutes, the ugly teams that were actually pro sides won as well. So uh, I, I think, you know, the public needs to win some of these weeks. We don't have to feel bad when, when the Caesar Sportsbooks <laughs> take a bad Saturday. They're not going to close on us. No, exactly. I mean, uh, and but it's been a pretty good December for the public in general, uh, NFL and college football. You talk about the favorites covering college uh, college bowls so far this year, and it was certainly a good uh, week seventeen for public betters. I mean, we talked about the money coming on the Titans, the money coming on the Chiefs. The three biggest public sides yesterday were two must-win teams and a juggernaut. Cowboys must win. Eagles must win. Saints are a juggernaut. And all three of them, I mean, the Saints was no sweat, but both Dallas and Philly, well, the bookmakers thought they had a chance. (laughs) Not by the fourth quarter, they didn't. Cowboys, Eagles, Saints all get the money. That, too, a legit bookmaker nightmare in Week 17. Oh, absolutely. When when you have the public betting those must-need win teams and the lines are inflated and they still cover those inflated lines, it can never be a good day. And you know, you had some opportunities there. I mean, you know, both dogs held on early for the first half, but the second half and anyone betting live betting on those favorites certainly cleaned up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Redskins let go of the rope. <laughs> I thought they were in position to win that game. And when all was said and done, they ended up getting blown out. And that happened in a lot of games yesterday. We'll talk about that when it comes to totals in just a minute. But uh, first, let's talk about the. You talked about the two plays that really stood out where the wise guys loaded up. They loaded up on Cincinnati, and they loaded up on the New York football Jets. The Bengals beat the Browns. The Jets beat the Bills. Again, two bad results for sportsbooks when the wise guys are pounding those two. Uh, well, I guess the Jets went off as a favorite. Cincy still went off as a dog. Yeah, I'm going to say, I, I didn't, didn't the uh, Miami Dolphins side end up being a, a Joe side too, Teddy? Yeah, a little bit for sure. Um, that was yeah, mixed. So it wasn't, it wasn't a clear Joe side, but yeah, you had, you had those type of situations in and, uh, you know, Hey, the jets hats off to the jets. I mean, people thought Adam Gaze wasn't going to be there after week five or six. You look and turn around what this team did with this defense they had to me, they were the most impressive team to me the second half of the season. I think the jets offer legit bet on potential for 2020. But we'll have a long, all summer to talk about what the Jets can do. In the meantime, when we come back, we're going to talk about the overs that cast yesterday, plus not one, two middles. Stay on the grid. Wait, talk. 
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. You can find us on YouTube. At Sports Grid Network. That's all fantasy and sports wagering all the time. Again, on YouTube, give us a follow at Sports Grid Network. Find us on Instagram at Sports Grid TV. Ralph and I are building something here. We'd love for you to be a part of it. Please help us help you. We need follows, we need likes, we need retweets, and we genuinely appreciate it. Thank you. Quick scoring update. We're into the fourth quarter now in the first responder bowl. Western Michigan leads 17 to 10 against Western Kentucky. If you have the under, you feel pretty good about where you are in this ball game. If you have a side, you're still sweating as I am. I've got a play on the Broncos plus three and a half in my pocket. I will try not to get distracted, Ralph. I turn the game off because I can't have it on while I'm doing a show live or it'll mess me up too much. But we will be actively do the Western Michigan Broncos. I also have a I also have a ticket in my pocket. And if you guys see me going like this, that means I am peeking at the game. Uh, Yeah, I can't do it. I I, I get lost, you know, and that's it it, it can uh, and does happen. All right. So we talked about how yesterday was a bad day for many bookmakers. A lot of the big line moves, both pro and Joe Cash did. We talked about how Saturday all the favorites have cashed in and bowl season so far has been a favorite heavy bowl season. We haven't talked about the totals yet. And my numbers, uh, Ralph, went 12-3 and three to the under 
You said you had 12, 2 and 2. I graded the Packers Lions as an under 23 to 20. That one landed 44, but it opened 41 or closed 44. Opened 41 and a half. Uh, it certainly wasn't a great result for the books, but we saw a lot of different defenses just look out of gas yesterday. In the second half of a bad loss or a week 17 game, we saw one defense after the next. And the Redskins was the prime example, but they certainly weren't the only one of a team that was like, well, all right, we're in the fourth quarter. <laughs> uh, we'll try to tackle, I guess. Uh, tackling not at its best yesterday. And as a result, ended up being a strong over day in a week that historically has been very good for underbetters. So the totals, the wise guys lost, but the public cleaned up betting one over after the next. Teddy, you know, I, I want to bring that up because last week on the show, uh, you know, I'm sure I mentioned that going back to 2010, in week 17 games, if you clearly just bet the under in every game, you've gone 57% against the spread. Now, that's a nine-year record. That's a substantial record favoring one way towards the under. But that is just something you're looking at to gauge going into this season. On my card yesterday, I only had two plays yesterday, and I had an overplay. I had Tampa, Atlanta over, fortunate with the pick six in overtime. And I Never had Baltimore. So, so even though that 57% record was something we talked about, that doesn't mean you're going to look for unders. That just means going into this past weekend, if there was a game that you might have liked as an under, it may have made it a little stronger. If there was a game you really weren't sure, but you make the, you like the over, maybe it pushed it into a no play. But when we give out these systems that are very good over a long period of time, it's still something that you have to take, translate into how much it means for this year, into this specific week, into this specific game that you're handicapping. And yesterday, the long-term trend did not do well for those who follow, but that's the nature of it, okay? And you made an excellent point, Ralph. What you're looking for when you're looking at trends and angles, you're looking for fodder, all right? You're trying to make a case for or against something. And as you build up a case, no one thing is going to put you on or off it. But as you build a case, you're looking for unders yesterday. It's funny because I, too, had only one. I had only two bets yesterday. One was the Eagles over, and the other one was the Ravens. So uh, all was well. That ended well for the both of us in the NFL in week 17. Not an easy week. But we're still talking about games where the books got hammered on. And here's two more because both of these games landed in the middle. I don't think the books got hammered on these. But it certainly wasn't a great result. Uh, the uh, Vikings cards lands on seven. That opened seven and a half, closed six and a half, bounced around between the two. And, uh, sorry, the uh, the uh, the Bears, Vikings, and the cards, Rams. Sorry, cards, Rams, uh, seven and a half and six and a half, and it landed on seven. The Bears, Vikings, I mean, it was certainly a better result than Chicago winning by a touchdown for the books. Uh, but that last second field goal in a game that opened near Pickham and closed with Chicago as high as five, five and a half, that wasn't a great result for bookmakers. You could cash on either side of that one. Well, Teddy, we're going to learn together. For those that remember, in last week's during the uh, Vegas Murray segment, John Murray from the Superbook, 
He talked about into some of those games where they didn't mean much. They had they had much smaller limits, so they weren't going to get hurt no matter what happened. We're going to see what the Caesars philosophy was and how much they got hurt on those games. So it'll be interesting to compare the philosophy between the two separate sports books and how it really affected the bottom line. That's an excellent uh, an excellent uh, observation there, Ralph. And look, it was a day where all the big all the key favorites covered. It was a day where the key wise guy plays won. It was a day that a bunch of overs cashed. It was a day that multiple plays landed in the middle. There were book savers, <laughs> and there were three of them that really stood out. The Packers didn't cover in Detroit. The Colts lost outright at uh, Jacksonville. And the Patriots shocked at home by Miami. Those three games probably turned a... Bad, well, okay. Had they lost any of those three, a bad day would have been a lot worse. Had they lost all of those three, it would have been a, a complete disaster. But those three games saved the books. We'll find out how much. Again, a little bit later in the show, we talk to Arthur to Caesar. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's a lot of money line parlays. There's a lot of teasers involved. And when when it, when a team like the Patriots are hooked up with a lot of teasers, you know, I know I know there was one bet at least at a Caesar property. Someone bet ten thousand dollars on the Patriots to win. You know, uh, less than a thousand dollars or whatever the money line was. So, uh, you know, there's times that we think this this and this happens. But a property like Caesars and the Link sometimes take bets that you don't count on or what we don't perceive as a normal bet from some people. So perception's not always realities. And that's what's great about talking about different guys from different sports books throughout the week. Yeah, exactly. We always say the books, the books, that they're one entity. And they're not one entity. Each book uh, hangs their own number and has their own liabilities. And there are often differences in the liabilities between what we see uh, at the Westgate Superbook uh, versus at CG Gaming uh, versus uh, at the Caesars properties. So it's an interesting discussion. That's why we have it. Let's talk the NFL playoff openers real quick. Houston, minus three, total of 41 and a half against Buffalo. New England, opened five and a half. They've already been bet down to four and a half. Total of 43 against Tennessee. New Orleans. They opened eight, mostly seven and a half right now, total of 47 and a half against Minnesota. And the nightcap on Sunday, Seattle is road chalk in Philadelphia. Seahawks minus one and a half, total 46. Any initial thoughts, Ralph? You know, I look at those games and I don't make this up. These are my legitimate first look leans under, 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 under. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I would anticipate we'll see a fair bit of interest in fading the Patriots this week. If you want to bet against New England, I encourage you to do that sooner rather than later. And Ralph, we have to talk about some of the props at the end of the year. Who cashed their tickets? Because all summer long, people are betting who's going to win the rushing title, who's going to win the receiving title, who's going to win the passing title, who's going to get the most kicking points, who's going to do it on defense. Well, Jameis Winston. <laughs> Passing yards, he was plus 950. Lamar Jackson was 225 to 1 to lead the NFL in touchdowns thrown. Ryan Tannehill wasn't even listed. He led the NFL in passer rating. Winston, plus 800, most interceptions thrown. Nick Chubb was 16 to 1 to win the rushing titles. Aaron Jones was 30 to 1 to score the most rushing TDs. Michael Thomas, 10 to 1 to get the most yards. Kenny Galladay was 65 to 1 to get the most receiving touchdowns. Boy, there were some 
good value out there over the summer. Those aren't bets I often make. Yeah, nor me. I mean, they're fun to talk about. It's entertaining, but it shows you how much things have moved. And I'm sure we'll talk about where the Green Bay Packers line at the beginning of the year was close to the same line they are now. No doubt. Wager talk continues. Stay on the grid. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook where listeners and viewers of this show can get a deposit bonus up to $500. Here's how it works. One, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account. Two, make a deposit. Three, place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it with a 50% bonus up to $500. This offer is eligible for all users. Plus, new users will get a risk-free bet of up to $200. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Ralph, we had a touchdown the wrong way in that Western Michigan-Western Kentucky game. It's 17-all now. The Hilltoppers took advantage of two 15-yard penalties against the Broncos and converted a fourth and eight. Now they're in the end zone and the game is tied in the fourth quarter. 
I got plus three and a half in my pocket, but I'd still rather be up 17 to 10 if I could. Not the case. This one going to be a sweat down the stretch. There are two bowl games that kick off in less than an hour. Let's do quick hitters right here on the Red Box Bowl. Cal, minus six and a half. This one's bounced around all day. There were sevens this morning. There's sixes now. We'll call it six and a half. The total's been bet up a little bit. 45 and a half. Now I'm seeing 47s as a prevailing number. Red Box Bowl, Lovey Smith against the Cal Bear, or the Cal Bears. Well, let's look at offensive numbers on the year, Teddy. There are 130 Division I teams. We are talking the number 117 offense of California and the 119 offense of Illinois. The number seems high to me. You look at Cal. I mean, Cal's bowl last year was 10 to 7 against TCU. Now, Cal's numbers are skewed a bit this year because. Uh, you know, they've had so many injuries. They had to go to a number three quarterback at sometimes. Chase Garbers is back. The Bears are 6-0 and when Chase Garbers starts. So, you know, they had Modster and they had Breach in there as well. When Chase Garbers is there, they are a much better team. I would have liked Cal, but they had a couple late suspensions of three starters that aren't playing, which took me off the game. But I still would have to lean under here. I think there's a few points of value to the under. And that was with the old line. And now there's even a few more points of value with the line move currently. Yeah, the money's coming on the over because both quarterbacks are healthy enough to play. That was very much in question coming into bowl season. Brandon Peters, good to go. Chase Garber's good to go. Hence the over money with two teams with their starting QBs in play. Both QBs have missed time throughout the course of the regular season. One more game kicks off in a little over half an hour. Let's get to it real quick. The Music City Bowl, Mississippi State, four and a half, five against Louisville. Total of 64 in that ballgame. This is a Bulldogs team that no question in my mind, Ralph, they played their best football coming down the stretch. They were mediocre at best for much of the uh, first two months of the season. They looked like an SEC team in November. That's why they're the chalk here against a Louisville team that many people think overachieved due to their talent level, uh, overachieved to, to their talent level uh, over the course of the 2019 campaign. Satterfield's the guy everyone loves, but not this matchup. We've seen more Mississippi State money than Louisville money in this one. Teddy, you know, I just want to talk one more second about conflicting trends. And there were two different systems that I gave out this year. Both made a great deal of sense to me. And they're actually on opposite sides. So I just want to run through them. For the Louisville side, when a team is a dog, and in the previous year they only had three or fewer wins, so you're a very poor team one year, now you're a bowl team and you're a bowl dog. Going back to 2006, those teams have been 68% against the spread, going 32 and 15. That applies to Louisville and to Georgia State. So that says to take Louisville. The other bowl trend, which you know is a six-win team 
against a team with more than six wins. I talked several times how motivating it is when you are a six and six team and for the rest of your career, the media guide's either going to have you're a winning team or you're a losing team. So when you're a six and six team and you're off a win, so you won your last regular season game to get here, those teams 30 three and 10, 77% against the spread. That is Mississippi State today. And that's also Boston College and Ohio moving forward. So there's times that we talk about trends. There's times we talk about systems. You talked about fodder. You're handicapping a game. You're weighing both sides. Well, you have one angle that goes to the Louisville side, one system that goes to the Mississippi State side. They cross each other out. You keep handicapping. I had no other plays today in the mix, and I actually went back and forth in this game as well, partly for the systems, partly because of the situations with the quarterback for Mississippi State, partly because what I really love what Louisville's doing with Satterfield. So um, I'm going to throw it back to you, and hopefully you can give us at least a light lean on a side or a total. I have no lean on. I didn't come close to making a bet on this game. What I do want to do is get to the late game uh, for tonight, because this is one I'm sure there's going to be a lot of betting interest in, and that, of course, the Orange Bowl tonight. Florida against Virginia. And I do have a ticket in my pocket for this game, Ralph. I took the points with Virginia plus. And uh, my thought process was twofold on this one. Of course, right now, 14 and a half, the Gators total of 55. First is I thought Virginia was undervalued, flat out, after the no-show against Clemson. I know that there was a misleading final score in their game at Notre Dame in South Bend, a game that I watched, that I remembered, that I remember saying, hey, Virginia was right in this game. This is a misleading final. So they had a no-show game against Clemson. The final score against Notre Dame makes them look like they can't, that they, they weren't competitive in a game that they were. And every indication, every quote from the Virginia locker room is, we're coming to play. We're not just happy to be here. We're coming to win. Mendenhall's been a good dog. Uh, He's been a good bowl coach, although so is Dan Mullen. And I respect the heck out of the Gators. They dominated down the stretch. But to me, this line was a notch or two too high. I put the calves in my pocket. What about yourself? I didn't didn't get to the window with this, and I lean the under. Uh, you know, Bryce Perkins is is dynamic. And, um, you know, hats off to, I'm going to go back to the beginning of the ACC media days when I was doing my prep work. You know, the coaches picked Virginia to win the, to win the division. So uh, they did a fine job. They had the talent. You have Bryce Perkins, who, you know, is not only 3,000 plus yards passing, but almost 800 yards rushing and, and 11 TDs. But my concern with Virginia on the road is this. Their home road dichotomy was huge, over 120 yards per game difference. And on the road, they only averaged uh, 2.9 yards per carry. You add that to a, to a Florida defense that allowed an amazing 3.2, excuse me, 3.2 yards per carry on the season. Um, I think it's going to be a lower scoring game. And Virginia's had, excuse me, Florida's had some some decent games offensively. I mean, you're putting up 50 against Vanderbilt, and yeah, they put up 50 against Florida State. But for the most part, when they got away from home, they averaged 27 points per game. So no opinion on the side. I'm going to give an opinion on the under and Western Michigan just did kick a field goal. They got down to the five-yard line and ended up kicking a field goal. 
yeah, they were first and goal from the four and couldn't punch it in. They had to take the points in that instance. But a three-point lead is not what you want if you have the Broncos plus three or three and a half in your pocket. Uh, let's talk early start action tomorrow. There's a bunch of games tomorrow on New Year's Eve. We will be here tomorrow for New Year's Eve. We will have no show on New Year's Day. We'll be back again on Thursday. So uh, business as usual on Tuesday. No action here for Wager Talk on Wednesday. Full show as normal on Thursday and moving forward. Let's start with the Sun Bowl. Arizona State minus four, total of 54 against Florida State. And look, this was a disappointing season for the Seminoles. Very little went right. Multiple guys aren't suiting up for this game, and yet the money continues to trickle in on the Florida State side, despite all those disappointments. From a pure talent perspective, I don't think the Seminoles deserve to be underdogs here. If they show up, Herm Edwards' team, we expect to show up. That's why Arizona State is the chalk in this one. Yeah, I mean, you know, you're missing, you're missing the star player for each team. You know, as far as the running backs are concerned. So, you know, that that's in the question who has the more depth. Florida State clearly has the the better recruiting. Um, but I give a significant coaching edge. I, I am just not a, a Taggart fan. Um, Florida State has disappointed me a few times. So no opinion for me in this one again, unfortunately. Liberty Bowl early start tomorrow. Navy minus two and a half. We've seen some over money coming on this one. 52 and a half, 53. He's been 53 and a half popping up. The middies against Kansas State. Teddy, we'd be remiss if we weren't mentioning the military record against the spread in bowl games. Now 34 and 14. When the military academies are playing a team that has a record of 600 a winning percentage of 60% or better in bowl games, 24 and four. Why? The option's very difficult to practice against. You cannot live practice against the option. Your team doesn't know how to chop block. Those chop blocks can be irritating. They can give you new pains. It really is a very difficult situation to prep for that option team. And you know, you and I did a wager talk video on it, and your rule is pretty sound. I'm either going to play on a, a military academy in a bowl game or pass, and I pretty much have that same philosophy as you, Teddy. Yeah, if I'm not playing Navy, I'm not playing the side in that ball game. It's worth noting the midshipmen have scored 40-plus in each of the last three bowls, despite the fact that opposing teams have had extra time to prepare for them. They also moved the football effectively against Army and Air Force this year, Two other teams that, in theory, should be able to shut them down. When we come back, Arthur to Caesar. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. So every third, uh, every Monday... Uh, we have Arthur De Caesar uh, come on the show to join us, and he's a great guest. He's from the Lake Sportsbook, one of the Caesars properties here in Vegas. But how do you know when someone really likes being on the show? Arthur changed his Twitter profile to talk about how he comes on every Monday. We love it, Arthur. We appreciate it. Thank you so much for joining us here on Wager Talk. Oh, gentlemen, the pleasure is all mine. There's I, no place I'd rather be on Monday than here with you guys. And again, you can follow Arthur De Caesar on Twitter at Art Dice 21. That's worth a follow. Oh, I don't know, right about now. Let's get into it because I got to ask you. I mean, it felt like a bad, it felt ugly for the books yesterday. And it felt like the public moves came in. It felt like the wise guy moves came in. How bad was it for the Caesars properties on Sunday? It felt ugly. You know what, Teddy? And I heard you guys talking in the earlier segment. You know, it's one of those things where every book has their different liabilities. You know what? It wasn't as bad as you would think. We had a lot of games that went well for us. We had some games that went bad for us. You know, the Niners hurt us Sunday night, so it kind of went from like a so-so day to like, you know, and kind of break-even day. So it wasn't as bad as you would think. You know, Art, I I know I I saw a tweet that over at Caesars, I think someone had a huge money line on, on the Patriots. I don't know if you had access to that, but... You know, how, how much do, does that change your bottom line when you get a couple big wins like that that are unexpected? Well, absolutely, Ruff. You're going to always get things like that. You're going to get people, like you say, putting ten grand on the Patriots money line to win, you know, $800, $900, thinking this is free money. You know, this is going to pay for my steak dinner tonight. So you're always going to have that type of stuff. So, you know, we always, you know, we're glad when we get those bets because this is gambling and anything can happen, and the Dolphins proved it yesterday. <laughs> they sure well, did. That Teddy, was 
Go, ahead, oh, go on, Ralph. No, well, no, you, you know, go. I, I, was gonna, I insist. Yeah, I, you know, I was going to say that's, you know, we, we've talked about the Patriots and how they struggled offensively. And, you know, Brian Flores having been a, a DC there and having, you know, prepped against him for all those years, that pick six certainly wasn't just a random piece of luck. It really was something that they had prepped for. So, you know, hats off to him pulling the upset. And Teddy and I asked about Saturday. Now, on a normal Saturday, if there are four games with the profile of the playoff games and all four favorites won, I'm going to say you guys took a beating. But they were two playoff games and two other games where the favorites weren't so good. So was Saturday a bloodbath for you? Yes, Ralph. So to quote our director, tell the wager book, tell the wager talk guys, we got buried on Saturday. And he's absolutely <laughs> right. I mean, Notre Dame, Penn State, LSU. Clemson, all these teams cover. And being an East Coast Italian, I got another word for it. Motto, and we got it, we got buried because it, it was oh. awful. It really was. Everyone was on these big teams, and Saturday was bad for us. Now, was the uh, was the Clemson Ohio State result particularly bad? Would you would you were rooting for Ohio State in that ball game, um, or was that one where it, it, it was two way action? You didn't worry about it too much. Well, you know what, Ralph. It, it, Ohio State covered the first half, so that actually helped us a little bit. If Clemson would have just went through, covered the first half, covered the second half, covered the full game, it would have been really bad for us. So them not covering the first half helped us a little bit. It gave us a little bit of money back, but we still lost on the game because it was Clemson money throughout. So not a good result. So we have four playoff games set for in the NFL, set for this coming weekend. Have you seen any early action? Uh, on those four uh, playoff games. Did that field goal just miss? Oh, no, it went through. Sorry. I'm, I'm sweating Western Kentucky, <laughs> <laughs> Western Michigan here. Uh, field goal to tie the game, 2020. There's a minute 36 left. Um, yeah, as far as the playoff games go, I mean, the biggest, the biggest things I've seen so far, we had Philly uh, minus one. Now it's Seattle minus one and a half. So people have definitely been betting the Seahawks. I mean, it's hard to back Philly the way they look. I know Seattle's got a million injuries, but the Eagles and everyone in that NFC East have been awful. And then, you know, you've seen some Titan money. It was Patriots minus five and a half. Now it's Patriots minus four and a half. So people are definitely jumping off New England's bandwagon a little bit. Well, let's reminisce, Arthur. You know, we're we're just a day away from the New Year's. And, you know, like Teddy had mentioned, Teddy and I will be on New Year's Eve. We will not be on New Year's Day. But how will you remember the 2019 football season from a betting perspective? You know what? When Teddy sent me that last night, I thought about it like this. With the legalization now in every state, all these states are gaining access to sports gambling. And everywhere you turn, there's a sports gambling show, what you guys do, everything. I just felt like this was the year of the new better. There were so many people who I could hear come, come to our window, say, this is my first time. I'm starting to get into this. So I think 2019 for me is just the year of the new better and the full realization that sports gambling is legal. And that's only just beginning, my friend. You know, we've seen a handful of states legalized. There will be plenty more in 2020, 21 and beyond. This is only going to continue to grow when it comes to a particular game or a particular situation. Like what's your top betting story of the year when you have a memory from 2019? What do you got for us? You know what? I think mine was a couple weeks ago. We had one guest 
who basically had everything tied in as to, you know, parlays, teasers, all this stuff to that Niner Falcon game. And he basically was going to win, I don't know, 50 grand. And then he, and then he loses at the end like that. And I mean, it, it just, it just goes to show you that these, you know, these big teasers and these, you know, 18 money line parlays and all that type of stuff, they're never over till they're over. So, you know, I don't have any like, oh, some guy hit for, you know, quarter of a million dollars, one of those type of stories. But that one sticks out to me because that's, you know, the most recent one. Arthur, I have to think those are good for business. Last week, Teddy mentioned, you know, Christmas that someone I think had a $5 ticket and they won $100,000 next door to you guys at Casino Royal. But I'm sure you guys say this is awesome promotion when it hits next door and not in our facility, right? <laughs> well, for sure. But I, I mean, you know, it, it, those type of teasers and teaser cards and eight game parlays, those are always good for us because, you know, the chance of someone hitting those are, you know, slim to none. So, hey, we, 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 we embrace that. Come in, bet all those, you know, and no big deal to us. Well, let's go so, ahead and talk some bowls. You know, we're going to run down a couple bowls starting. What about the Red Box Bowl? Teddy and I broke down Cal in Illinois. What's happening at the link or Caesar Sportsbooks in the Red Box Bowl? Uh, right now, we have some cow money. It's not that big of a liability, but we're definitely seeing cow money so far in that bowl. And another game that kicks off uh, within the hour, uh, that would be the Music City Bowl. Mississippi State and Louisville. I wanted to make sure that we include both these games. I know there are people that are watching that haven't bet yet necessarily. They want to know what the sports book opinion is on this one. So Bulldogs and Cardinals, where's the action been over at the link? So far, Mississippi State money coming in. Mississippi State minus four and a half against Louisville. So seeing some Bulldog money for sure. You know, we have four or five bowl games spread out the next few days. Is it fair to say that the primetime game, be it, you know, the Orange Bowl tonight between Florida and Virginia, gets the most volume? Or is it just because there's more hours to bet it? When when Mississippi State and Louisville kicks off, will the Orange Bowl still be the highest rated bowl or highest uh, grossing bowl at that time? And does it just get the extra action because of the extra hours? Or is it because the it's the Orange Bowl and it's the biggest game of the day? Ralph, I think you hit on two two things. People have till five o'clock, you know, our time to bet that game. It's a known game. It's the Orange Bowl. You know, it's not the Music City Bowl or the Red Box Bowl. And it's got, you know, a premier national team in it as Florida. So I think when you have all those factors, it's always going to be a more heavily bet bowl than the others. What are you seeing in terms of Florida, Virginia money so far? Oh, we're, we're seeing heavy Florida money, no doubt about it. I don't know how Virginia is going to score against their defense. Uh oh, I got a little bit of Virginia in my pocket, just a little bit. Uh, but I do have it, so I'm hoping they find some way to score in this one. Let's talk Alamo Bowl for tomorrow, and that are the biggest uh, of the bowl matchups for tomorrow. That's tomorrow night on New Year's Eve. Utah against Texas, two teams that aren't thrilled with their bowl <laughs> with their bowl. Uh, they call it the Disappointment Bowl. What are you seeing in terms of the action over at the Link Sports, like one of the Caesars properties here in Las Vegas? Yeah, Teddy, this is a very interesting bowl. I think both teams, Texas, had way bigger expectations this year. Utah barely misses out on a playoff spot, if you want to say that. 
And we're seeing actually a lot of split action on this. So two-way action on this. There's a little bit more money on the over. So if we're in a liability anywhere, it's at the over. But a lot of split, two-way split action on this. Well, let's talk disappointment bowl number two, guys. Um, at the beginning of the year, <laughs> if if you guys said Alabama and Michigan are playing in the Peach Bowl for the national title or one of the playoff games, no one would have blinked an eye with the preseason expectations of these two teams. So a few months later, we're now playing in the Citrus Bowl. Uh, you know, it, it's it's a motivation bowl. I, I think Alabama clearly the better team. If they come motivated, they win. But do does the public think Alabama will be the motivated team in the Citrus Bowl? Ralph, for sure. The people, the public, everybody is on Alabama. Alabama right now, out of all the remaining bowls, take the national championship out of it, is our biggest liability. Everybody has been pounding Alabama. There's been nothing but Alabama money. Once again, very hard to back Michigan in any spot. Anytime they step up in competition, they get buried. So are you are you particularly worried about that game? I mean, like I said, it's out of the remaining bowls. It's going to be our biggest liability. So, yeah, I mean, we're going to be rooting for Michigan. But, you know, I'm not feeling that great about it because, I don't know, Michigan's just been so awful in these spots. All right. Outback Bowl also on New Year's Day, early start. Auburn and Minnesota, the Gophers. We're a great moneymaker for me this year. Can they step up in class and face the Tigers and hang tough with them? Does Auburn care? And what's the action like at the link? Yeah, absolutely, Teddy. I mean, you know what? This is almost two-way, but it's slight money on Auburn. Uh, this is a very interesting one as well because, you know, this is Minnesota's first year really stepping to the forefront, and they're really going to be stepping up in class, taking on an Auburn team that, you know, has had a pretty good year, but – like you said, is there any motivation for Auburn? There should be a lot of motivation for Minnesota, you would think. Well, you know, I, I can tell you this. The Pac-12 is now 4-19-1, 17% against the spread their last 24 bowl games. And thanks to Washington covering against Ohio State in the Rose Bowl last year and covering against Boise, you take Washington out of the mix, and only two other teams have covered a Pac-12 bowl game going back to 2016. I happen to like the Pac-12 team in the Rose Bowl. It's Wisconsin and Oregon. Does the public agree with me or disagree? I'll say this, Ralph. I agree with you. I like the Ducks in the Rose Bowl, but the public does not agree. The public likes Wisconsin. I think all those factors come into it. Pac-12 has been awful in bowl games. And, you know, Wisconsin, you know, they've been pretty good. They got that running game. Jonathan Taylor is a great player. So it's been a lot of Badger money. So, Arthur, we're running short on time. I want to make sure you get your opportunity for promos and plugs right here. What's going on at the link this week? And then we'll talk national title game. Oh, 30 seconds. We won't talk national title game. <laughs> We'll All right, yeah, gentlemen, just, you know, the link, always come down, fan caves, we got everything working, come down, say hello, and, you know, a lot of, lot of great bowl games in the national championship and playoffs coming up, so just come down and say hello, guys. Sounds great. Arthur DeCesar, at ArtDice21 on Twitter, thank you so much for joining us. We'll have talk LSU Clemson next Monday. Stay tuned. Wager Talk continues. Stay on the grid. 
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. We're here in the of Wait to Talk on a Monday, and Ralph and I are sweating out the closing sex of this Western Michigan-Western Kentucky game where it looked like Western was going to have, Western Michigan was going to have a big gain to put themselves in a field goal range to win, and instead the quarterback fell down and they failed on fourth down, and now Western Kentucky will have a chance to win with 30 seconds left in regulation. Ralph, I want to talk about teasers today in particular. And why we don't bet teasers in college football. You want to go or you want me to go on this one? Well, you know, when you go, Teddy, I'm just going to break out some numbers. It really is just variance. In the NFL, your variance are your 32 NFL teams, top to bottom. I would say, comparing them to college football, it's probably like betting the top 20 teams in college football. The best to the worst is only this many points difference. So you have tight fit teams where in college football teams from one to 130, your offensive and defensive numbers are just incredibly spread out where again, there there's too big of a gap to have six points, make that big of a difference. My thoughts, how do you agree or disagree with that, Teddy? Oh, I agree a hundred percent. There's more to it than that for me though. However, when it comes to college football teasers, and I don't know anyone, Literally, I don't know a soul that bets college football teasers successfully. Okay. <laughs> it didn't matter. I bet one this year, Teddy. I'm sorry? I bet one this year. 
And it was Georgia Auburn because I said this is going to be a low scoring game. And it's like an NFL game where both teams run the ball and don't pass the ball. And it happened that you bet either side it won on that. So I am one to know in college football teasers. And that's the key. You talked about it. Low totaled game. All right. Six points are worth a lot more or six and a half or seven points are worth a lot more or 10 points is worth a lot more in a game totaled in the 30s and 40s than it is in a game totaled in the 50s or 60s. So when you talk about what has to be a piece of your, uh, what has to happen for you to cash your ticket, a lot more funny business when the total is higher because more points are going to be scored. Your six points are worth less. And that's why the pros don't bet teasers. We'll be back again tomorrow. Another loaded show. Make sure to hang out with us on New Year's Eve. Stay on the grid. Coming up next, At the Window with Hugh Martin and Sean Guastamacchia. Right now, thanks to Arthur Caesar for joining us, and thanks to you for watching us. Cheers. Good luck.